do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. Listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. My family has a, a, a cemetery up in Robbinsville, mm-hmm. and it's our the, a family cemetery, and it's pretty big. Okay, it's been there for multi generations, and we have a fella in there who is one of my distant cousins, and his name we called him Tumpy, and he was congenitally deaf. Oh, Tumpy! Tumpy's a word for being deaf. Oh, is it? Okay, so he's Tumpy. I didn't know that was a word for being deaf. Yeah. Ah. And it, it, you know, it comes from because they used to say uh, dummy for people that were deaf that were dumb. Dummy. <laughs> well, Tumpy was not. And he, he lived around Robbinsville all his life, I think, because of that. And everybody liked him. And I think he was con- not congenitally deaf. But I think he oh. became deaf after a, a fever. And, and a sickness. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And rheumatic fever did that to some people. Probably. Yeah, some, some, I don't know what it was actually. But uh, so he, as a deaf person, would make a lot of noises because he had once been able to speak and hear. And so he was, he, he was vocal and he would make deaf person noises. Well, I grew up around it, it did not bother me at all. And my grandma taught me sign language, and Tumpy taught me sign language too. And when he died, they put they put sign language on his gravestone. Okay, Aww. so he had the the hand sign for it, and that was in one of those Appalachian books. One time, we had a few other little things like that. Okay, his book is Signs, Cures, and Witchery. Oh, cool. But he is more about the German stuff, and I do more of the Scots-Irish stuff. Mm-hmm. Just good, though. It's, it's oh, yeah. solid, and he's good. I might yeah. try and get that. You know, if you I, want to just read it, because I've got to Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I, bring it here, and I won't read it unless I'm here, and that way I won't oh, lose okay. it for you. Um, yeah, and thank you very much. You know, there's a pretty strong line of German in the mountains. Oh, absolutely there is. Not in my family. Uh, but in a lot of families, yeah. In mine, my yeah, grandfather had a yeah. My grandfather's parents were immigrants from Germany, so I have German blood in me. Yep, and do and that's where Rogers came from, spelled the way that it is R O D G E R S. So that was my grandpa's last name, Rogers. Yeah. Huh. Um. So we're we've been recording for four minutes. I just turned it on to sound check, 
and we can knock, knock, knock. You can if you want to. Hello, hello, anybody home? Anybody home? You need to come on in before that door falls down. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are you? You know what? I'm pretty good. That's I didn't good. sleep real well last night, but I'm not real surprised. And I didn't have to be out in public early, so it, did, it, was, it worked out. I got to wear my gown for a long time. Oh, golly. <laughs> I was getting dressed this morning because, you know, as, as I had uh, confessed uh, last show or the show before that, you know, I just get up in the morning and I go and put on my clothes for the day. And I was thinking, oh, what, what am I doing today? Oh, I'm just going to the grocery store, and I'm just going to record, so I don't have to look like nothing. Okay, good. So I put on my warm clothes, because I got to, and then I thought, I was going to put on my red flannel shirt, and I thought, oh, you've been wearing that a lot lately. I'll get you a green one that you love. That's your favorite. Ah, that one so looks soft Now and I've warm. got my green flannel shirt on. Are you cold still? No, I'm good. You, you were getting, you were being cold a lot last time I talked to you. Yes, I don't know what that was all about, but it was about something. Maybe iron. I don't eat, I don't leak a lot of iron anymore. Hmm. But I've been sleeping better. Oh, that's Unlike good. you, I slept really well last <laughs> night. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I had said this thing, you know, today, and we're recording this, y'all, on Groundhog's Day. Today is a day that traditionally is one of reading omens and prognostication, which is why the Groundhog... If the groundhog sees their shadow, yeah. I, I love it. If the groundhog sees their shadow, then uh, it's all, then then spring is only six weeks away. But if they don't know, if they don't see their shadow, spring is only six weeks away. But if they see their shadow, there's six more weeks of winter. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's not, groundhogs are not reliable weather predictors in my experience so it's fun diversion is what it, it is. is so i posted something about today's a good day to be reading omens because i've you read well i've been reading some omens not about the weather but just about where we are in the world some of those have been very interesting um really interesting stuff about i've been thinking a lot about peasant times and medieval times in europe and how it didn't matter who the king was Probably peasants like wasn't going to change appreciably. And that's yeah. kind of where we are, you know. We're getting there. It's just like we're the peasants, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter who's in charge because we don't have any way of influencing them. Apparently, they can do whatever they want to do, and there's no justice in the world to stop them from talking about what they just did on January the 6th. Don't get me started. All right, now, <laughs> anyway, so it's, it's interesting. It's been very interesting yeah. today. I'm in one of those groups, and then I promise I'll shut up and let you talk. I'm in one of those damn Facebook groups <laughs> where people just keep posting the most inane and ridiculous crap. Well, and what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And then, uh, you know, 200 people will answer with their own inane, ridiculous crap. <laughs> and I just think, well, I guess somebody gets something out of that. That's all I can figure. Somebody asks the question and they get a lot of responses. The responses may not make any more sense than I think they do, but that person who asked the question got a lot of responses. Those people got to respond to a question, so I'm sure it's 
usher in that way. It's very good. Attention and being needed. Yep. So they got to respond because they were needed. They were the needed. Question was Somebody asked. needed the answer to a question. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But but it's like it's not something I I want to participate in or you. And part of it is because of the time element. But I I don't know what goes on with those people. Maybe they just have a lot of time, and maybe they're I don't know. I really and, and don't a know. Lot of, a lot of curiosity. <laughs> and and they don't get. Maybe this is something they feed off of. That's all. It serves some purpose for somebody. That's all all I can really say. But I I came into that group and said one thing in answer to one of those. I just, this thing happened to me. And is that, and I just feel like that's a really important sign. And so what does that mean? And so, you know, dozens and dozens of people said dozens and dozens of things. Okay. I'm trying to be so careful here. Um, and I just came in and I said, the, the truth of signs and omens is that only you know what they mean to you. So there are not, in general, universal meanings for omens. Yes. Different cultures see things differently. And so you need to decide for yourself. If I see a black cat go across my path, is that good luck or is that bad luck? And it will depend on what happens after that cat crosses your path. You have to observe it. And the end. I'm <laughs> quite sure that, did you get kicked out of the group? No, that's the only thing I said. And oh, I, I just okay. I said it's important that you figure that out for yourself, dear very students. Good. Very good. Yes. <laughs> and now I just, you know. Well, um, I just read what the latest thing is, and I go, people are hungry for real information, but if they get real information, they don't believe it. <laughs> and it's, and I, I think that a lot of it has to do with they're not going to take the time to give it justice. Exactly. They want an instant answer, but we live in an instant, instant culture. Fix too. Yeah. 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 They want to know what the deal is and have it fixed instantly. And it's, just, it's just like when we lose electricity around here. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that that's a good thing at all, but if you, you know, you lose electricity for 30 minutes and you're probably going to be okay, most likely. <laughs> probably, okay. unless you're on some kind of, you know, breathing apparatus right. that you don't have a backup for. Right, exactly. Bad. Exactly, but, but to hear people talk sometimes, you know, they've really suffered through that 30 minutes without electricity or something and this is it's kind of a statement on us as a species it, well it is and how really narrow visioned we are uh, my buddy christine hey christine is reading journals from her ancestors from the dust bowl yep and the thing is if you if you are at all interested or serious about ancestor veneration and you start to look at what your ancestors had to go through Oh, my gosh. Then you just go, thank goodness, look, my, the roof isn't leaking right now, and the heat is on, and the water, I just have to turn the tap, and water comes out of water. it, and it's potable. Yeah. I mean, golly. There's a lot of that, that, and it just, well, I was thinking along those same terms about Appalachian stuff. Oh, yeah. And yes. I've been studying biphasic sleeping. Uh Uh-huh. That is really interesting. Yeah, well, what gets me is how can we just ignore that that's the way it used to be all the way up until electricity came along? And then electricity came along, and suddenly 
within the space of 20 years is what I'm finding out. Our culture changed over to we sleep eight hours. Yeah. We sleep eight hours. We go to bed here and we get up here. And that's that was and after centuries of of biphasic sleeping, and now we don't even hardly know the term. Very few people know what it means. Yeah, or, and the ones there are a few people who can put it together based on the Latin mm-hmm. biphasic. <laughs> get it, y'all? Um, biphasic sleep is where you sleep chunk through one sleep cycle. And then you wake up for a while and then do that for three or four hours and then you go back to sleep. And basically it turns into 12 hours to get eight hours worth of sleep. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other 12 hours where you're awake. Where you're working like a dog. Right, right. You're working like a dog. And biphasic sleep was just assumed. They called it first sleep, second sleep. They yep. called it all kinds of things, I'm sure. But we don't seem to know it or understand it. It's starting to yeah. come around. Yeah. I had a, I believe, I believe I'm pointing at the right great-grandmother. But she would always wake up about 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then she would make a big pan of biscuits then and have them ready to go in the oven. So she yep. would make her biscuits then. She didn't do it the night before. She'd make biscuits then. She'd, you know, do piddle around to get breakfast ready to be cooked. And then she'd go back to bed for, you know, a couple of hours, a couple of three hours, and then she'd get up and get the fire going, put the biscuits in, make the gravy, and she had gotten a head start on her day. And she probably felt okay. She did. Yeah, she, she probably did. did. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people as I got older and after I got COVID, I got started getting insomnia. And insomnia was where I would wake oh, up and I just right. couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. But the biphasic sleep thing, I, I've done that for about six years. After I got out of a, when I got to the place that I didn't have to be at work at a certain time every day mm-hmm. and my schedule was my own, my body went to biphasic sleep and, and I thought there was something really wrong with me. Oh, you see, and I felt like I was losing a lot of time because I was trying to sleep. And it, it turns out that I could have I could have counted on it <clears throat> and then taken that chunk of three hours or so and done something with it besides just trying to get myself back to sleep. Yeah, because that's what I yeah. did. I would be up and then I were, and a lot of people get up about three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's what I am led to understand. But anyway, that's the phrase for it. Look it up if it's interesting for you. And I'll try and find some research and put it up there on that that teaser stuff that I do before the podcast. Biphasic sleep. Yeah, I'm taking a nap right now because it's so clabbered up. Golly. It's so nice. I love it. We're supposed to get some rain tonight. Yes, ma'am. And my, my dude that I listen to, the... You dude, your weather dude. <clears throat> My weather nerd, yeah. He was saying, he was saying, this is Wednesday. He was saying yesterday that something might happen this weekend hmm. uh, with this region that we live in. Huh. So I don't know. I haven't seen it hit any other thing. Well, he was talking about a winter storm. Well, I hope it's okay Sunday night because I'm going to go see this guitar player over to the ISIS music. Oh, nice. Who are you going to go see? Uh, I'm going to go see Scott Cook and Carrie Morin. Oh, my.
we've got this, uh, our mandolin player, Dan Dan. It's his Dan birthday. Dan the mandolin. Yeah, it's his birthday. So look what Selby sent him. <laughs> a groundhog playing a mandolin. Yes. And that's what I sent him because he also plays banjo. Oh, boy. <laughs> Y'all, I wish you, will you post this thing so they can see the yes. cat playing the banjo and the yes. groundhog. There's going to be a slight little music jam on Saturday night because it's everybody's birthday. Oh, boy. Where's it going to be? Over here at Selby's. Nice. So you are cordially invited. And that's Saturday? Yes, yeah, Saturday night, probably. I might do it. Well. I, don't I know wouldn't have Selby, invited you. I don't know where Selby lives. Well, I'll, send, I'll either pick you up if you want, or I can GPS you the address, and all you have to do is go click, and it'll tell you every turn to take. <laughs> <clears throat> and I know how much you love that. I do. I love GPS. <laughs> oh, y'all, I got to tell you a story. So my husband has been using Libby old flip phone for as long as, as he has. I mean, he resisted it for so long. He said, we've got a telephone in the house. I don't know why I have to carry a telephone. <laughs> and he would never turn his phone on. He'd, he'd, once I got him to carry a cell phone, he wouldn't turn it on. So he'd be out and I'd be calling him and he'd be, I'd get his answering. And I was like, why won't you answer the phone? He said, oh, I don't turn it on. Well, so they were discontinuing his phone with whatever company he works with, tiddly little company he works with. So he had to get a new phone. He had to get a smartphone. And oh my God, it has been so much fun watching him get used to this phone. Oh it's boy. been hilarious. He'll go, I'll go, well, what's your ringtone? And he'll go, I don't know. How do I get a ringtone? So then I have to show him. So I got to be this like a cell phone expert for a little bit. Oh. And it was, and he'd go, well, but I don't understand. How do you turn it off? And I go, well, just like this. You just push this little button in and it'll just turn itself off. And he went, well, then how do I know how to turn it back on? Well, you push the little button again. Just push the button, and it'll kind of jiggle in your hand, and then it'll be on. And he, and he was just like, what are, what are all these? I said, those are your apps. Well, what am I supposed to do? He said, nothing. Don't do a damn thing with them. You're just going to use it to use the telephone. So he, he, you just hit that thing right there that looks like an old-fashioned phone receiver, and then you can make phone calls. Imagine. God, it has been hilarious. <laughs> hilarious so now he's got a phone that looks just like mine flat small black except his is a little bit littler than mine i have to find a colorful sticker because i'm losing my phone all the time because it's black I know. and i put that little black and white that little white thing on it uh -huh. it's not an, it blends in with everything yeah i think i'm gonna get a phone cover that's a bright color like a um, yeah, yeah, traffic yellow or something. Yeah, because everything I have is black, and then I put it down in my black pocketbook, and it's down there in yeah. the black hole of my pocketbook, <laughs> and I'm feeling around. Is that my wallet? Yeah. Is that so? I have to get so like Helen Keller getting some out of her purse because everything's black. I know. Oh, Lordy. Well, that's gonna be my answer. I'll find a decal and then I can yeah. just whatever put something on it. I never thought I would get so dependent on a device like I have. And so we were going to talk today about traditional Appalachia and traditional Appalachian witchery. And which does not include having a cell phone on you. I never saw anything that my great-grandma wrote that had anything to do with a cell phone. No. No, or anything. No. They still, 
Yeah, no. And I resisted the cell phone as long as I could. I finally had to get it for work. I, I did, and when I first got one, and I still have that it's little tiny little phone, and it won. Yeah, but it won three and a half inches, and it was kind of heavy, like a little brick, and. My daughter and I shared the phone so that if she was out and I was home, she took the phone. But if I was out and she was home, I took the phone so that we could communicate. That makes sense. And that didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I, um, I surprised my friend, my, my, uh, my virtual assistant friend, um, Diatima, because she helped me load some software on my computer. And I said, really, I do everything on, on my phone except for write. I don't write on the phone because it's just too small. I guess I could get a keyboard, but it'd still be too small. It wouldn't be comfortable. And she said, what? I said, she said, you check your email? I said, I do everything on my phone except write. So when my computer was in the shop for a week, it was not a big deal because I could do everything that I did on my phone. All I couldn't do was sign a contract. And I probably could have done that, but yeah, I couldn't figure you out how. feel like messing with it, but yeah, you could have. Yeah, I'm sure I could have figured <clears> that out, but I just didn't. So, yeah, it's it's amazing how you get kind of locked into those things. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I did for my nephews? They were both in college. I got them these digital notebooks, uh -huh. and I forget what they're called. But I, I got for myself when I was in business world, I got a version of it. It was a digital composition book, and it was really the pen that was the important thing. The yes. paper was permanent. And when you were done on this page and wanted to erase it, you just went like this on the page, and the text disappeared. That is cool. But it, it's, a, it's text recognition, uh -huh. and it grows. It learns your handwriting as time goes on. It gets more and more accurate with it, and it really was very accurate. So I would take notes... And then I would go and get in an internet environment, and it would it would uh, upload my notes, change it into text, and then email it to me. Nice. And I always had a record of it, and it was that was the greatest cool. thing. Yeah. Well, I was just, the reason I was scrolling through my phone, which y'all can't see, I understand, but I was scrolling through, through my phone because the other thing that Alicia does is she does talk to text oh, yeah. a lot a lot she does that a lot and uh because she's often on the road and and the the program has not recognized an Appalachian accent yet so not very well she will send me a text and uh last time she sent one which was just a few days ago mind you uh I said, well, first I'm going to have to translate this text, and then I will answer you. But it had Mag, Tryon, and I, had, I don't know what all was in it. But, but I translated it pretty well. Mostly I just read it out loud with a, with my natural accent, and then I go, oh, that's what she was saying. That's good. I know. <laughs> I can't check that now. Oh, lousy. Yeah, and it, it's uh, it's funny to see what comes out with, uh, with our accents, because... I mean, it's one reason that when I teach a class outside of the region, I, I convert, I, I, uh, I shift over to my uh, more universally understood accent because <laughs> yeah. there's plenty of times I've tried to teach a class on Appalachian folk magic and people 
and then I'll look in the chat on the Zoom, and people will be like, what did you just say about cat piss? I did not say anything about cat piss. What did I say? Oh, yes, that's what I said. I've Hey there, I've been Tryon <laughs> Nag to find the death midwife. Tryon Nag. She's been Tryon try Nag. Nag. That is, uh, that is Alicia's new superhero name, Tryon <laughs> Nag. And, of course, Tryon is that big international equestrian center. So Tryon Nag is not necessarily uh, something that's hard to understand. <laughs> Tryon Nag. I don't know what that is. I know the Tryon was probably trying. What? Tried, yeah, I'm sure it was. I've she, been uh, trying. Nag. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're calling me a nag. I no. I'm trying. I've been not. trying, nag, to find that thing you mentioned. You've been nagging me about it. It could be anything. Well, it could have been something on that. the phone or she, on the radio. And remember, you did that. It's been over a year ago, and you were talking about uh, our our beloved yard man, Gomez, and the way it came out in the text was dumbass. When dumbass is going to come by and going to mow the yard later, and dumbass, and I was like, well, what has he done to you to make you call him such a mean name? Oh, I would never do something he awful like that. that. No, 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 no. Then, but, of course, I knew who you were talking about. Before. Poor fella. I must have got a toothache that day or something. <laughs> yeah. No, you just said, no, man. I did. And, then, and, you're, and it went, what did you say? Oh, Dumbass. Okay. <laughs> so somebody came in the shop the other day, uh -huh. and they said that they said, you know, your accent reminds me of Byron Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked over at Sky, and she looked at me, and we were both just smiling. I said, "Well, thank um, you very much." Well, well you know, yeah. it's my natural accent. Well, it must be a, a strange conglomeration of stuff if you're native. Oh here. yeah, I would think so. Yeah, it's not. It's not traditional like Southern Belle kind oh, of no, stuff. Oh, no, no, no. My, my, my. Oh, yeah. it's not that Virginia Tidewater. No, so. no, no. No, it's a whole different kind of, and it's got that weird, there's a weird nasal quality yeah. that I think comes directly out of Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, it probably yeah. does. And we, we tend to not be able to say short A, can't. No. We don't do kink. that. We say kink. Can't. Can't. Can't or can't. It'll go all the way I, to the long E for the, one, the folks in Robbinsville. And I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Yes. <laughs> the one that is still so hard for me is the A-W diphthong. Like in Dawn. 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 Because I grew up saying Dawn. But, you know, regular people in the rest of the country don't say Dawn. They say Dawn. Dawn. Or if they're and up north, they go dawn. Dawn. <laughs> I got up at dawn today. <laughs> yeah. That's but that, that's, it still is a really hard thing for me. Is it? Well, yeah. dawn. dawn. There, there is one thing about this southern accent that has helped me so much. That I'm a nervous public speaker with, when it, with folks coming into the shop because I don't understand all the uh, pronouns and stuff. And I'm always afraid that I'm going to say the wrong thing and maybe offend somebody by mistake. So I can just say y'all. Exactly. And that is... Yuns. I've been, I've been really working on the yuns. Oh, yeah. They, they beat that out of me when I was a kid because <laughs> everybody around, our, around the cove all said yuns and yunses. 
Mm-hmm. My mother said, you are not going to say that. The plural is y'all. And I was like, That's oh, right. well, okay. there's y'all and yuns up in Robbinsville. Yeah. Right. And in Madison County, you get yorn and yornses. Yes, yorn and yornses. Exactly. <laughs> my, and my Madison County family said that, yorn. Did they? Mm-hmm. Boys, I'd love to hear some of those sweet old voices again. Me too. Me I've, too. I've got my grandpa somewhere digitally. I've got him speaking to me. He left me a message back in the 90s when mm. when uh, the internet was first coming around and it was dial-up. Yeah. I had this program that when I was on the internet and people were trying to dial in, it would give them a message that said, I was on the internet and if you wanted to leave me a message, I'd get it as soon as I got off the internet. Uh-huh. And he left me a message and I was able to get it on my computer and hear it. Oh. And so I saved that file. So I've got my grandpa going, well, honey, how are you? I just wanted to call and, and check on you and say hello. And you just call me back anytime you want to. And I'll talk to you soon. Oh, and it was so I <laughs> I, somewhere on my hard drive. That's yet another reason that I refuse to give up certain, certain computers yeah. and hard drives. Yeah. It's because... That is very precious. I need to find it and put it somewhere else. Yes. So I need to do yeah, it. In several other places. Mm-hmm. Hey, something I was thinking of today when I woke up is that I would love to have one of those old battery-operated cassette recorders. Remember oh, yeah. that had the little pull-out handle down yeah. at the end where the cassette was? Like we all used to Yeah. Have. I would love to have another one of those because that was the easiest way to record anything. We still have I can record one. something on my phone and then dig it out and mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I, th- I bet we've got one in our house somewhere. It, it's hard to find cassettes, though. Yeah. And if you do find a cassette nowadays, you can be pretty sure that it's old. Yeah. And, and so that makes it brittle. Shape. Yeah, yeah, it'll break easy. Yeah. So that's that's why digital is a thing. It never degrades. And, well, and, it doesn't degrade unless it does degrade. <laughs> I mean, well, if you did, Unless if you it gets, can't find it or it gets no, corrupted. No, or it gets corrupted. Well, yeah. It's the same thing as being degraded. If the file gets corrupted, and then you're still screwed. <laughs> we just exactly have to. True. We just have a different word for it now. We call it corrupted <laughs> instead of divided. That, that whole thing. I was just thinking, if you applied that sentence to a human, corrupted, corrupted and degraded. <laughs> Here we go. Oh no, we're not going to talk filth again. Are no, we? So that's no. Kind of, well, yeah, we are. We were a little point. bit over the top last time, as far as subject matter. Were we? Well, yeah, we were talking about some gross things. Well, we you just mentioned that movie. And how did you know all this porn stuff is beyond me? Oh, because of Craig, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh because my of Craig. We, you know, we used to try and shock each other with what we could find out on the Internet. And God knows. <laughs> there is. Well, I, I was on this. All right, this is a, a big backstory. I'm not going to tell all of it to you, but... There was this one, there used to be a shop in town that then became a website, so you could only buy the things. And it was all about, it was women's underwear and, you know, other special women products for women's uh, physical pleasures, products, sort of things. And, uh, and then it switched over to the Internet. And so I knew the owner, and she said, okay, so we have a Facebook page. Would you like our page? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I wish your shop was still open because we used to do full moon things there. So we did that. Well, today, uh, Facebook informed me that they changed the name of this page. And I went over to look at the page, and now it's a big BDSM page. (laughs) And I thought, 
But I might want to not like this because it's not really what I thought it used to be. It is. It has transformed and transmogrified into something else entirely. Send, send me the website, and I'll, I'll send them. Uh, I'll and they give can them go. Oh, my T-shirt. This exactly. <laughs> my, my BDSM T-shirt. <laughs> Big ducks, such as mallards. That's right. <laughs> uh, I kind of want that T-shirt. I'm not gonna lie to you. I just, uh, all, uh, if I had all the T-shirts that I say, well, wouldn't that make a big, a good T-shirt? I'd, I'd have a, mil I have a million T-shirts. I don't wear a damn one of them. Well, I wear some of them, but like this one I've got on now. That's so I pulled it out thinking I, that it was just perfectly spotless, and it's not. <laughs> but but it's black, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I go through phases like this one I'm wearing. I, I was looking in the closet, and I've got. I've got two or three more that I'll probably wear to work for the next two or three weeks that are old, old, old. I've got one that's it's uh, it's computer language and it's uh, C colon DOS. Uh huh. And the next line is C colon DOS slash run, and then it's run DOS run. <laughs> and so that's that's one. And I've got one that I did that was uh, it just said nobody reads my blog. Because <laughs> I was I was teaching classes about that at the time, and that's been surprisingly popular. And then yeah, I've nobody got, reads anybody's blog anymore. God, I used to be such a blogger, and then I just went away. And then I thought, every once in a while, I go, I'm going to get back to that. And then I do it for two or three days, and I go, nobody looks at this. I I was a, a big blogger, um, and then I've got what is that? Oh. The other one says, I am your webmaster. Submit. <laughs> Just and at the bottom, submit. <laughs> I have no idea why. I, I thought that was so hilarious at the time. But I made that shirt, and I, I would wear it in front of customers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so why not? The ones that I was asking to submit their content. <laughs> <laughs> submit. Read this right here. Submit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only T-shirt style that I love to wear is what used to be called, I don't know what it's called now, because I don't know nothing about fashion, but it used to be called a French cut t-shirt, so it's cut in a little bit at the waist, and a three-quarter sleeve, somewhere between my elbow and my wrist, and a, a, a v-neck, that is my favorite style t-shirt, but, you know, if you want to buy a fun t-shirt that has a logo or, you know, funny saying on it, they're always just a straight, boxy, square t-shirt. Yeah. I like the ones with longer sleeves because I can yeah. always roll them up. And now that COVID is around, I can wear them long and that'll help me grab a, a oh, doorknob yeah. and I stuff. I all doorknobs <laughs> and stuff with my sleeve. Do yeah. you? Uh -huh. Yeah. Unless I, I love them. Well, I try to. And yeah. if I don't, I'll like do my Get shirt like that or shirt. something. People can look at my belly if they want to because I got my shirt up there. To, I don't care. Well, um, me. I'd rather let them look than me catch something exactly <laughs> exactly MRSA was going around this area not too long ago is what i heard MRSA's nasty hey, yeah it is nasty nasty i never heard of MRSA until i guess about 15 years ago yeah. and it seemed like i heard about it a lot and then it went away again don't you feel like it probably developed and grew in hospitals it yeah, came out from there because that's where people always get it super strong super strong yeah. super that's bugs a, that's exactly yeah. Well, speaking of super bugs, I got my fire cider decanted this past weekend. Are you getting back on the fire cider again? Ah, 
<laughs> it is some strong stuff. Oh my gosh, but it tastes so good. But I take it and I take it first thing in the morning. I have a little bit of water first because you don't put that on your empty stomach. And then I have it, but it is all like garlic and onion and all this stuff in my breath. I feel like a fire-breathing <laughs> dragon. It's like I have my fire cider and I go, time to go brush and floss your teeth. Yeah. And then you have to wear a mask. And then put a mask on. <laughs> exactly. But it's tasty stuff. And y'all, we'll put a, a recipe for fire cider uh, on the on the page. It's good stuff. And it will clean you out. It'll open your sinuses. It'll clear your throat. It'll do all that stuff. I open my sinuses frequently now because I've been eating sushi. Ooh, because you're right next door to a great sushi oh, place. yeah. And I am a wasabi-holic. Oh, I love it. I do, too. I love it. And I can't help myself. I get in there. I want the wasabi. And, and I, I actually have opened my sinuses a couple times now. So. <sighs> I love sushi, but I can't do all that rice. So I have to go to a good sushi place that makes sushi without rice. Um, a lot of them make that nowadays. Uh -huh. You can yeah. ask them. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to where I just... I know I'll eat some of the rice, you know, but I've got to where I'll just peel it off because it's that it's still going to be wrapped in nori. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's been fine yeah. for me that way. And but, I eat a little bit of rice. I yeah. just can't eat a whole lot of rice. I, think I find it Quite ironic. Rice, especially sticky rice. That was the place me and you would sneak off and eat. I know. And now we're right next door. I know. I know. That's pretty good. Right next it? door to all those good-looking Asian men. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> John Tree, you listening to me, buddy? Good-looking Asian man. I have no idea what you mean by that. I don't need to know. He's one of our listeners and a friend of mine, John Tree, and he's Asian. He's, oh, he's, he's a good-looking man? Oh, he's a very good-looking man. Nice. And But he's not as good-looking as his mother is beautiful. Uh -oh. His mother's very beautiful. Nice. Wow. Well, you know about everybody, I'm convinced. I do not know about everybody. You have two people who came in for you. Early, uh -huh. I guess they didn't realize when. Oh, you were Lee, there. I was so sorry I didn't get to see Lee. Well, he was one, but there was someone else too. Well, I and never... he couldn't wait you out. He waited for like an hour. Well, I kept trying to tell him, you know. Yeah. Well, and he knew. He knew. I had told him. I had I started reading at one o'clock, and sometimes I really start at one. Yeah. And he said, "Well, I'm gonna get by there, but I got something I gotta do at two o'clock, so I don't know if I'm doing or not." And I could hear him because he talks at about 120 decibels. He is one of my. I'm convinced he's somewhere. Oh yeah, in my family well, tree. He he calls me cousin. We know we're related somewhere. It has to be. But uh, but I love I love that man. We've known each other, God, since Arts Council days. We've known each other since the eighties. Mm -hmm. Is he wide open? What do you mean? Well, when I say wide open, I mean somebody who just laughing and cutting up and jokes. He used to be when he was younger, but he's had a lot of heavy duty things to deal with. Mm -hmm. So he is less wide open than he used to be. But I still, he's a pretty, he's a wild man. He's a he's a bluegrass musician. What can I say? <laughs> you know how they are. Enough said. Yes, that's true. You know how they are. I've met one or two. One I've, or two. One or two. Yes. I'm one or two. I might have been one at one time. You might have been one. Pre-COVID days. I might, I might have been doing some singing, but there's no way I could be a bluegrass musician. They're just too damn good. They are. I can't believe in talent around here. Oh, my god! I just, it's still, to my, to this day, I'm just blown away well, by. And all the little young'uns up in Madison County, 
they just come up and, you know, and mama plays this and daddy plays that. And then all the little young'uns pick up a different musical instrument to play. And all they all sing a different part. part. Yeah. And it's just, it's amazing. It is. Our people are amazing people. Do you remember uh, when downtown was a different downtown, directly across the street from, I think, the not... What's it called? The one with the green man on it. Jack of the Wood. Uh-huh. And you'd go across the street to that street corner. And I want to say maybe there was a wine shop there. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That uh, still is. M- Mr. Haynes had or something. Yes. Yes. And it used to be that that little wine shop would let musicians come in there and play. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, of course, these now that we know who owns it, for whatever reason... They, they would just really be excited to come and do their best. I remember so many times I'd, I'd be walking through and I'd hear somebody just doing something with an instrument. Unbelievable. And half the time they'd be a teenager. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just, and playing this old time music that was just, what skill. What amazing skill. And at some point they'd end up across the street at Jack of the Wood. Uh-huh. You know, well, I then, remember back yeah. in the day when we could have Shindig on the Green. Oh, yeah. And there'd be whoever was the main act on stage at the time. Mm-hmm. But then there'd be little clumps of people all over City County Plaza. Mm-hmm. Hours Doing music. whatever. Hours. Doing whatever. Yeah. And for a little and city. And and singing. Yeah. And, yeah, all that stuff. Well, for a little city, you know, it's a, a concentrated group of musicians. And then right after... Shindig took off. It seems like the town exploded with musicians. Yeah. And so many of them were coming from all over the country. We had Nashville musicians that were making the trip to Asheville. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we had people like, uh, I don't know, Gillian Welch and Dave Rollins would show up and they'd listen to bands here and they'd play with some of the bands. Here. Yeah. And they, you know, would get there. They knew all about it. She, they wrote a song, and it had a line, so come on, you Asheville boys, turn up that old-time noise, huh. kick till the dust comes up in the dusty old floor, huh. in the cracks, in the from the cracks in, in the, the floor. In the dusty old floor. Yeah, that's right, it's that song, Hard Time. But yeah, they knew about Asheville musicians. Old Crow Medicine Show is another one. Yeah. Doc Watson, what can you say? I know, exactly. Well, I, a friend of mine, two, a bunch of friends of mine, go out to the Walnut Valley Festival yeah. every year, which is a big all music festival. It's out west. Yeah, it's okay. in uh, Can- Kansas. Kansas, maybe. I don't know. I'll look it up. Anyway, it's a big deal. I went, I've been out a couple of times, and I'm writing a book um, that is set partially at the Walnut Valley oh, nice. But I went out there and, you know, and my friends were introducing me around. And, um, yeah, it's in Kansas. They were introducing me around and people say, where are you from? And I go, Asheville, North Carolina. And they'd go, wait a minute. You came from Asheville, North Carolina to Kansas to hear Bluegrass? Yeah. And I yeah. went, no, I came out here to support my friends who are playing music here. There's but, amazing musicians everywhere. I don't need to go anywhere to hear music. I can stay home and hear plenty of music. <laughs> don't you worry Some of the best music in the world. is right here. That's exactly. it. Exactly. So, and there, it's always been feast, not famine, while I've been alive. Well, and I think <clears throat> it always has. I mean... 
from the time that the song catchers came in here a hundred whatever years ago and started listening to people singing on their porches and playing on their porches. Yeah, we just, we're musical people and that's, that's, you know, that's one of the things we got going for us. We're creative craft-wise and mm -hmm. we're musical people and we are people who take our spirituality very seriously and our so. connection to the divine. I think so. And a lot of that connection to the divine is filtered right through the land that we are on and that we mostly love. Mostly. Well, mostly is right. Yeah. I don't know. You, I think you tend to see a lot of people who are spiritually minded. I think every human has that potential. <clears throat> but I do see a lot of folks who are not or don't, don't seem to be. Well, I don't. I call them TV I, yeah, watchers. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them so much, but I have to acknowledge that anytime I watch kind of mainstream media of any kind, and I'm not yeah. a big consumer of that, I will see people and I think, "Are you really only concerned with your eyelashes? Yeah, is that really the thing that consumes you? Are you so consumed by the the wrinkles around your mouth that you will spend?" I believe the phrase I heard was $400 for a wrinkle cream. And I just thought, if I had $400, I'd look all over a whole raft of wrinkle cream to look for something to spend $400 on. Because it sure would I'd put lard on my face before I would spend $400 for a damn wrinkle cream. My grandma put olive oil on her face, and she had the most beautiful skin I've ever seen. Well, I have a, a special oil that is made downstate. Uh, and I'm not going to call its name because it's, well, I probably actually should. But it is really, really good calendula oil. I've been mm. using that for years. It is not helped with all the wrinkles around my mouth because I smile and I talk <laughs> and I make facial gestures to me. But you know what? I'm 65 years old. I get to be, I get to earn every damn wrinkle. And I have. I don't. So I just don't care. I, I mean, don't either. I am not going to spend my days worrying about what could happen no ma'am with wrinkles on my face no, i mean i don't i don't deliberately try to do things to make myself have wrinkles no. like <laughs> smoke cigarettes and right all I, that stuff yeah. you know and stay out in the sun and all of that i don't deliberately do that but i i long ago quit giving a damn about no no <laughs> but yeah. you know what i am somebody that I hadn't talked with them in like a decade mm -hmm. and we exchanged photographs while we were on the phone and they said, do you smoke? And I said, no, why? And they said, well, I don't recall the wrinkles on your forehead. Yeah, but smoking doesn't give you wrinkles on your forehead. Right? Well, I thought, well, okay. Because that's where mostly they are. <laughs> and I know that it's because I do a lot of, you know, furrowing of the brow and it makes you get wrinkly there. Yeah, I do yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. And I used to have bangs. Did you know that? For I think I've seen a picture of you with bangs. I used to have bangs, too. Used to have bangs. Mm -hmm. Not and that I, long ago. Yeah, so I've got the expressive eyebrows, and oh, maybe that oh, makes oh. you have wrinkles. And I'm lucky enough to be 58 years old. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to get some wrinkles. I don't care. I don't either. But I understand what you're saying about that some people just have kind of an, an inherent spirituality or a connection oh, yeah. to spirit, <laughs> and other people don't, they seemingly don't. They seem to be absorbed yeah. with other, other things, things than that. 
worldly yeah. things is what the yeah. Christians would call it. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and I I call them TV watchers or secular people, huh. and, and because in my mind that's how I just phrase it. I just because that's one thing I think a lot of them have in common is that they spend a lot of time in mainstream television land. Yeah. Yeah. And, and absorb a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So their priorities. It's, kind of line up more with the yeah. TV priorities, and that's kind yeah. of shallow. But maybe they don't realize it, but, you know. Can we say shallow in a way that doesn't sound like we're insulting okay. people? I don't oh, think so. That's a non-three-dimensional. Non-dimensional. Non-dimensional yeah. non person. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I accused somebody of There was a, a one, one of those uh, Facebook pages I'm in that's for politics, and they showed a picture of this woman. I didn't know who she was, but there was something about the way her head was tilted and that her skin was really shiny okay. and kind of slightly gray. And I asked in all innocence, I said, so is she AI? Is she is she not real? And they were like, no, of course she's real. Haven't you heard of who she is? And I had not heard because I've been trying to avoid politics for a while. Um and I said, look, I'm not trying to insult the way she looks, because I don't care what anybody looks like. I really right, don't. I but she she just presented as somebody who was, that was computer graphic. Skin? A computer graphic. Oh. And and they were like, no, no. And then I, I did a Google image search, which I often do. And then I saw that, you know, her with other kind of light. But I guess it was whoever she was given the interview, the lighting was weird and was it a video kind of or an image? It was just an image. It's been just retouched yeah. too much. Yeah, and she just looked very, very strange. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm like you. I don't care what people look like. I care that people are kind. I'd like for people to be smarter sometimes than they are or at least more curious than they are about some things and think things through. All that, but I don't care what people look like. I don't care. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter a bit to me. I like my my photo editing abilities because sometimes now here's what I'm going to say sometimes I feel like it can bring out the real person inadvertently let me tell you what I mean by that okay I've got a photo if this is my account yes it is so I've got I've got some photos on my Instagram account from back in the day when I was doing a lot more heavy edit photography uh -huh. So heavy edit photography for me is where I take a photograph that I like and then I, I edit it. Usually when I see the scene that I want to photo, I already know what I want it to look like. Instantly, it just shows up in my brain. And then there are very, you know, there are lots of nature things that I don't change at all. Here's one that I did. Oh, I thought that was here, but it was at a lake house. You know, oh, so, yeah. And it just basically is just me using effects and playing around and stuff like that. But there have been so many times in the past when I've taken a photograph of someone, edited it just kind of out of fun, and it's usually fairly fast, and then gone back and looked at it later, and I'm like, holy shit, this is very accurate. So, for instance, here's my ex-business partner, okay? I'm gonna, I just, I don't know, one day I just took a picture Ooh, that's kind of creepy. Right, he's kind of creepy guy. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? And uh, let me show you another one that came out. This was a startling one for me. This is a person that I found myself fascinated 
trying to figure out what this person's deal was, if that makes any sense. Okay. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. And uh, they, they were in sales and they would talk like they were in sales and they would make all these kind of comments. And I would think that's no, that's just for effect. He, that's not how he actually is, is it? And so the day came when this person showed up at the workplace and had, uh, now he was always impeccably dressed, three-piece suit and all of that. Oh my goodness. So he was always impeccably dressed and he had this this outfit on and he had a little bit of a black eye. Ooh. And I didn't know him well enough to feel com- too comfortable asking or anything like that. But I had already been scheduled to do a photo shoot with him. I think maybe for a business card or something for his work. And I went ahead and did this photo shoot. And then I had a couple of minutes and I was playing around and I altered it for my own work. And this is how he came out. Oh, that is creepy. Isn't it? Yeah, that's very weird. I decided to call it, I think I called it, Death by sale, death by business suit. Oh, it kind of looks like that. And doesn't it look like a heart that he's standing in front of? Yeah. In my mind, I was seeing hearts. Yeah, that's that's kind of amazing. Yeah, and so I I don't know what that is. That's just my subconscious brain. Well, you've got a good eye, I think. Thank you, thank you. I enjoy doing it very much, and I've had I've had some super opportunities. I've been able to see some things. And some guitars and some people and some situations that were just kind of amazing. Here's another. Here's another one that showed up one day, and it was an eye. Ooh! And ooh. I said, I knew you would see that instantly. Uh, that person died a week later. Uh, yeah. And so, oh my <laughs> I'm gosh. sorry. I've never heard you creeped out before. <laughs> but then I get so I'm lucky enough to have some really beautiful things and all of that too. This was up here in Bent Creek. Mm. Creek is such a haunted place. It is. This set of woods is gone. They one day we went to go just walk through the woods and it it was blocked off and the national park whatever had decided that they were going to clear cut some. There we go. There's a person's... Wow. Wow. So anyway, yeah, I love to do photography. Y'all, I'd love to see some of your photography. Yes, please share some of your pictures with us on our Facebook page. And if you do heavy edit photography, I'd love to see it. I really, really would. And I love to take photos of people's animals and their guitars. (laughs) (laughs) Preferably both in the same shot, if I can. (laughs) <laughs> wow yep yep so anyway so much for that subject we were going to talk about i know we just never got to it did yeah, we? no we didn't y'all it was a really great subject too <laughs> too bad <laughs> too bad sorry <laughs> next time yeah. maybe we'll talk about it next time yeah i think i think i'm a little too scattered to just well, focused on one thing. I'm a little ADD this you know, week. The way the world is right now, and there's so many ways that the world is right now, but today I went to the grocery store, which I go to almost every Wednesday of the world, and there was this wonderful young woman who was working there for a while, 
and then she was going home to Jamaica yeah. uh, to see her family because she hadn't been home in a long time. And she has been gone for five solid months. And there she was. She reappeared today. And I just... Wow. I was so good to see her. She is just a, a light in the world. She's just a wonderful, wonderful girl. One, young woman. She's not a girl. Um, and I, I saw her, but right before I saw her, I saw one of the women, an, an, another woman on staff that I see every single week. And, and she calls me Sweetness. Hey, Sweetness. <laughs> Uh, even though I'm probably older than she is, or we're about the same age anyway. Uh, but I saw her, and she said, how are you doing today? And I said, you know what? I think I got that brain fog everybody's talking about. <laughs> and she looked at me, and she said, everybody has it. Brain fog right now. It just It's like January was the month where we all got hit with the brain fog. Isn't that interesting? I'm thinking about what you're saying there. That and maybe it's the Mercury retrograde that did it, which Mercury goes direct tomorrow. By the time you all hear this, Mercury will be direct. Will still kind of be in its aura, but it will be direct. Mm -hmm. So that'll make life a little, a little bit I don't easier. Know. Will it easier? It'll make it different. It'll make it different. I'm, yeah. I'm, I hesitate saying anything is easier these days. It just is different. Well, it's easier to blame stuff on Mercury direct. Oh God! I, I think that it, from what I've seen, I think Mercury direct does make it easier for people to just have issues, <laughs> certain kind of issues. I don't know why it is. It's just a pattern. But maybe, I don't know. Well, don't know. We, it's, always, it's always nice to be able to have something to blame stuff on. And sometimes it really is that you, you, are, you are scrambling as fast as you can scramble. And it's still, you ain't quite getting over the edge of the cliff onto the mesa, yeah. onto the plateau. <laughs> the mesa? <laughs> I know. I'm writing about something about mesas. I don't know nothing about mesas. Okay. <laughs> I'm a girl who lives in a green place that's wet most of the time. You know about balls. I don't know balls. nothing about Mesa. I know about balls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know about balls. That's about it. She said B-A-L-D. Balls. -Z. Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, we talked about that other thing, too, but we haven't been nearly filthy enough this week. <laughs> no, it might shock them. But everybody is just scr still scrambling, scrambling, hoping, praying, being sad, being angry, and... It, Here's the thing. Here's my big secret. If you don't have any way to have agency in a situation, you might as well let it go. Or you're going to make yourself crazy. Yeah. If you can't do anything about it and yeah. there's nothing, and you can't think of anything to do, and there's not even a long shot chance, walk. Yeah. Walk. Yeah. Maybe say a little prayer if you're a praying person yeah. and just walk away yeah. as much as you can. And if you can't walk away, you're just going to have to put on your big girl drawers. <laughs> And you're going to have to shoulder a burden you maybe didn't want to shoulder and hope that you got enough people loving you around you in your circle on the ground yeah. who are going to help you take care of it. Yep. That's another reason to do the circles on the ground so you got some peeps. I totally agree with you. That's how things work. That's how you get along. Yep. And no matter how dire, the, the more dire the situation, the more you ought to do it. Yep. Absolutely. It'll take care of you one day. Yep. All right. So what are you having for supper tonight? I got pinto beans soaking, oh. and I'm going to cook them when I get home. I don't know that they'll be ready for tonight, but we got to eat some leftovers tonight. we got a little bit of meatloaf mm -hmm. that we cannot eat after today. Uh -huh. And we got a little bit of this. I made some shrimp thing. We're going to have a little bit of that and some salad. Oh, nice. We're just going to have some leftovers, even though we went to the grocery store today and stocked up on everything. Well, I think I'm going to have, I think I'm going to have bag 
supper. And what I mean is where you put you put some shrimp in a bag and you put a scallop, some scallops in a bag mm-hmm. and some vegetables, some spinach and some spices. Yeah. And then you boil it. Yeah. And then you pour it out in your plate and it's, it's like delicious. yummy, yummy, yummy. Yes, yep, ma'am. Yep. yep. I'm going to try to get a little bit of writing done tonight. I got some book reviews I got to do and a column for my magazine and that's about it. I'm going to do an easy supper and uh, do a little writing and hit the ground running tomorrow. Thursday, Thursday. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, one thing we do have to mention is go over to the Weirdlings page on Facebook oh, yeah. because we are running a little contest and we're going to do a drawing for it a week from today. And we have put together two little Valentine gifts for our to show that we love our listeners, and you can put your name in for the drawing for that. We'll do the drawing, and uh, and, and they're cute. They are cute. Yeah. They got the little red truck. Every time I see the little red truck, I gotta buy it up. <laughs> it's like it's our truck. I wish you'd see the little red truck I used to drive, the real one, and then buy that up for the uh-huh. farm. Uh, yeah, I'm red, sure it doesn't red exist. Truck. But I love that little red truck. It's for some reason it's popular. When you know, I bought a bunch of them up at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and I was at the Dollar Tree, and the woman said, "Well, you like that a lot, don't you?" And I said, "It's the logo for our podcast, Weird Mountain Gals, is a little red truck." And she said, "Well, there's a lot of stuff in a little red truck." And I said, "I know, I got one of each, and sometimes I got two or three of each." Man, so it's a little red truck Valentine. From Weird Mountain to your mountain. <laughs> Wherever that is. So go to the Weirdlings page. And if you're not a member of the Weirdlings, which is our very weird, weird mountain fan club, uh, <laughs> you can you can find it uh, on Facebook and be a member and sign up. And I will mail those out before Valentine's That's Day. That's so nice. And you get a Valentine from us. Yeah. And I'll tell you now, if you do... Do join the weirdlings y'all need to know that it's a little unfiltered at times there so if you're going to get offended you might not want to do that and it might scare the bejesus out of them to think that something's more unfiltered than what we do on the damn podcast well y'all must use some foul language well it's not just the language sometimes it's the topics some some people are kind of out of the closet about some opinions. I don't know. Y'all will see what I mean. You'll see. <laughs> Just come on over and be a weirdling. Yep. And again, thanks to Ilsa, our beloved virtual assistant. Yes. How's that? <laughs> Who keeps the weirdlings going. And she keeps us going, too. She does. She works does. hard. Yep. And we appreciate her and all of y'all. And just come by and see us at the shop if you want to. Yeah. Miss Byron is there on Tuesdays now, and I'm there on Tuesdays. And, one to and, five. Yep. And you we'll can, we'll come harass you. You can hear us just, talking just like this yeah. and go, hey, that voice sounds familiar. Who is that grumpy voice? That, Who is that? I uh, think I know those two women. <laughs> are y'all the Weird Mountain gals? Yes, we are. The gals from Weird Mountain. I've been asked if I was that weird one yet before. The weird, are you the weird one? one? Who's the weird one of, a, of the two of us? That'd be hard to mm. choose. Weird. Uh, I don't know who's the weirdest. All right, we are not going to do oh, an Appalachian goodbye this week. We're going to do, Alicia, have a good supper tonight. It was wonderful seeing you. It was real good seeing you, too. And, and thank you all for listening. Thank you. Bye now. Bye now. 
Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D.